What's going on, everybody? And welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number 429, here on Thursday, January 12th. Well, technically, we're recording this on Wednesday, January 11th, uh, due to a certain Mr. Producer not alerting me that he would be out tomorrow. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, something may have happened after we recorded this that's bigger news than anything we're going to talk about. But yeah, so that's, it's, it kind of aligned perfectly. What do you mean? terms of doing it right now well we had to do it now because you can't do it tomorrow well i'm sure you would have something crazy can happen you would have forced mr producer to. (laughs) no no no, no, no. i'm just kidding contrary to popular belief there is a gun to my head yes (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into it though This, this is this is huge so uh first off the Biden classification scandal continues here because now we have just breaking moments ago that there is a second group of files found in a completely different location. Unsecured, of course. But do we know that for sure? I'm going to say it is. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We don't know what the location was. Could have been, you know... Uh, one of his many houses could have been somewhere else, but we do know there's a second group of documents and containing classified information. So what's interesting is uh, today at the White House press briefing, uh, Corrine Jean Idiot. Yeah. Oh, Corrine um, Gray Poupon. She <laughs> she had no answers, and she must have known that this was coming because you could just tell the way she was answering things were even more evasive uh, than usual. Was especially incompetent. Oh, super. M- more. Super I mean, she's already yeah. incompetent, but yeah. this was like a whole other gold standard of incompetence. And so this comes after yesterday, on Tuesday, when uh, Biden was in Mexico City uh, at this conference, he was asked a question, gave an answer directly from a script, and couldn't even read that that well. Take a listen. Well, let me get rid of the easy one first. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office for me, secure office in the Capitol, when I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, in a locked cabinet, or at least a closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives, immediately called the archives, turned them over to the archives. And I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. My lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives. And we're cooperating fully cooperating fully with the review and which I hope will be finished soon and uh, there'll be more detail at that time. So despite those claims that you just heard that he takes the handling of classified information seriously, obviously this shows otherwise. Also, isn't it very interesting that every single time something seems to pop up with him, it's always got Ukraine involved? I know, right? Hmm. And that was before Ukraine was even a thing with this war. That's because, of course, you know, the Biden family and Burisma and Hunter Biden, you know, millions a year in, mon- in, in 
money for energy consulting and Hunter Biden's expertise on the global energy market. He's a big time expert on that. You know, so now we have a second group of files. Very interesting development. I think I'd still hold my prediction that not a whole lot's going to happen. There may be some hearings on this. Um, but the one thing that I, I did say yesterday and I think is is gaining traction is this is a very interesting development for Trump. He is pretty much... In the clear. Get, getting so, well, I don't know if I'd say in the clear. I mean, <laughs> you know, they could still go ahead and do whatever yeah, they were going to do. Yeah. But he's getting a lot of cover from this. So yeah, that's that's an interesting development for sure. But one thing that I do think is going to come out of this is I feel like the documents that are in this group of files are going to be way worse than is being made out in the media. And you also notice how the mainstream media is already doing gymnastics to try to say, well, this is nowhere near as bad what Trump did. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love how, again, like we talked about, like they, they bring up like the amount. That doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't right. matter. Yeah. It, it could have been. Could have been I mean, one, could have been a thousand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's still classified materials, which is, which is the point. You know, Trump's was mostly like 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 we said before, cocktail napkins, empty folders, Time magazine covers, mm-hmm. uh, the 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 dinner menu to the various state dinners that 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 he that he hosted. Joe bought in the in the one the ones that were found in his office at the Penn Biden Center. You know, I think he was writing a book, mm-hmm. so he had some sensitive stuff. Yeah, about sure. China and Ukraine. You know, like it wasn't it wasn't cocktail napkins, mm-hmm. but again, um, you know, and I'm sure it's going to be funny. Because I'm sure we're going to have some liberal lawyers go on MSNBC and CNN and say stuff like, well, you know, the National Archives, they over-classify everything. Which oh, is they true. Already did that. Which is true. Yeah, they already Absolutely did that. true. But we were saying the exact same fucking thing with this Mar-a-Lago, this bullshit Mar-a-Lago raid, uh-huh. or ransacking, I should say. And, you know, it was, oh, well, you know what? There's a process. Well, guess what? Trump has the authority to, to declassify anything. He has mm-hmm. those that disclosure authority. The vice president does not. And he was just leaving stuff all over the place, apparently. All the accusations regarding Trump and fake out, fake out accusations mm-hmm. about Trump, you know, having nuclear codes strewn about his coffee table at Mar-a-Lago, that turned out to be Biden. Well, yeah. not nuclear codes, but y- y- y'all know what I mean. <laughs> y'all know what I mean. <laughs> Unsecured locations, people who probably did, who for sure did not have the proper security clearances to handle these documents. Yeah. Maybe the, maybe his lawyers did, but I'm talking the ones who initially put him there. So, yeah, there's mishandling of, of classified information, just like Hillary Clinton. And, you know, in a fair world, there will be indictments, but there will not. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Um, but, I mean, it's certainly embarrassing, <laughs> which I guess we'll have to take. For sure, for take, sure. Take, take the well, little Well, they're, they're trying to say, them. well, once it was discovered that he had them, he just volunteered and gave them to... The National Archives, okay. and I'm like, okay, but that doesn't change the fact yeah. that he had them. Yeah, he took them out to these locations. Yeah, and also there were there was a lengthy, lengthy communication uh, timeline between Trump's lawyers and the National Archives regarding the return of the items that they wanted f- that were supposed to still yeah, Mar-a-Lago. The, their argument is that he missed some. I'm like, what? Okay, well, they, listen, and then the FBI sends a letter in June. Saying to keep everything there. Mm-hmm. The great do not, FBI. Do not touch anything. 
Yep. Just keep all the things at Mar-a-Lago. Which what, they were setting them up. And what happens? And what happened in August? Yeah, they, they were setting down them the up. Door. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. Uh, they 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 got no leg to stand on here, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be fun watching them sweat. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm sure people in various war rooms um, are gonna have fun clipping the before and afters here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people like Newsbusters, maybe even us, we might have a field day, you know, if we go yeah. back to the files. I think that it's become clear now that Joe Biden did exactly what he is saying Trump did, except for the, the key factor that Joe Biden doesn't have the ability, or didn't at the time, yeah. doesn't have the ability to to declassify now, you can make the argument, well, Joe Biden now has the ability to do so, and that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but so did President Trump at the time. So I think that this provides a tremendous amount of cover for Trump and his legal team. Um, and in the end, I don't think they're going to do anything besides the FBI will pull kind of a uh, Hillary Clinton-esque press conference where they say, uh, yeah, these things were mishandled. Uh, they may hold separate ones or they may hold a joint one. They'll say, yeah, say classified materials were mishandled, but they were never, you know, uh, given to anyone else or turned over to anyone or out of, you know, the the security of these offices or Mar-a-Lago, et cetera. And, you know, even though that it technically under law is a crime, due to the circumstances of it, everyone's just letting go. You know, it's the same thing as the Hillary thing, oh, yeah. where Comey came out yeah. and listed off all these crimes, and said, "But Which warrant an she's not, gonna, but, but she's not going to be indicted." But we're not charge yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that'll be the end game of this. Listen, but we'll see. bad, 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 old man, bad. You did a bad, bad thing, but we're not going to charge you. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we'll see what's actually the contents of these documents. There's no indexing of that yet. Um, so watch them be nuclear codes. Well, he didn't have the nuclear codes. I know, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But that wasn't the case with Trump either. No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the case with Bill Clinton. (laughs) He lost. He lost lost the card. Not just... He had the fun. Not just kept it somewhere. Lost it in public. So Went to the dry cleaners. Yeah. Is that what it was? (laughs) It was in his pocket. Oh, yeah. In his suit pocket that went to the uh, offsite to a dry cleaning service, and they fucking... (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, to be fair to Bill Clinton... Someone should be checking those pockets before yeah, that yeah. shit's well, leaving you could have the White House. Check those pockets. Oh my god, yeah, she was, you know, <laughs> something that was funny the other day. So Dave Portnoy was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Nice. Yeah, and, yeah, I saw that. And yeah. he was like, "So when I interviewed the President Trump, Dave Portnoy said this. When I interviewed President Trump, and we were at the Oval Office, he took me into the little side office, and he said, Dave, Dave, this is the Monica Lewinsky room.'" <laughs> 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 the cigar room? Yeah. No, well, the, the uh, was it the same room as the well, blowjob room? Yeah, well, maybe it was both. I don't know. Uh, I think just, that was just, the same I, room. I mean, if I were Bill, I would, I, have, I, the, I would have that shit all in one room. It's just, the yeah. president's private office to the side. Yeah. Maybe, so. yeah so. All right. Uh, House Republicans are continuing to make good on their promises, establishing committees uh, such as the one to investigate the weaponization of the federal government. Uh, they also formed a select committee to basically fight back against the Chinese Communist Party. That one was a bipartisan vote, 365 to 65, so that's very interesting. What I'd like to know is how much money the Chinese are lining the pockets of those 65 Democrats that voted against it. Um, we got some abortion votes coming up. Not going to really go anywhere. You know, a lot of this is all just uh, campaign symbolic yeah, yeah. type stuff. 
you know, much like the vote on the IRS and the agents and the funding and all that kind of stuff. What else? Going to the border crisis real quick. So obviously we mentioned Biden was down in Mexico. We talked about on Tuesday how he, air quote, visited the border. Um, hmm. He had something uh, really interested uh, given of a compliment given by the Mexican president, which is really not a compliment, but Biden will see it as a compliment. Uh, I don't think he's bright enough to pick up on this, but take a listen. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that, we thank you for that, sir. That's uh, pretty sad. You're the first president that has not built wall, and we thank you for that. And then when Biden made his remarks, he basically gave away the whole game and admitted that he is trying to make it easier for illegals to invade our country. Take a listen. And so we're trying to make it easier for people to get here opening up the capacity to get here. You know, I mean, when you get that much dementia, you say the quiet part out loud. Uh, one thing that I will note from his comments, he pulled out his same old line of, it's not like these families are sitting around the table selling everything they can to pay coyotes to smuggle them to the U.S. And I'm like, yeah, they, they absolutely that's, are doing. Literally that's literally they're doing. exactly yeah. what they are doing. Yeah. And he has said that multiple times now, and you would think someone would be like, Mr. President, what you just said is exactly what they are doing. I mean, this is ridiculous. And so it just shows they're never going to be serious about the border. We knew this. But uh, unfortunately, Mitch McConnell gave away our uh, leverage on that by signing off on the omnibus. So we don't really have an opportunity to force any sort of border security measures until September at the earliest. I was listening to the Chris Plant show here in D.C. Yeah. Um, and... He had a very interesting stat. Did you know that since the beginning of the Biden administration, the total number of illegals, and this is just what we know, right? Not the yeah. ones that we don't know of. The total number of illegals is already surpassing half of the total number of immigrants that came in in the entire lifetime of Ellis Island. Wow. That was 60 years. Yeah. Right? In just two years, we're almost at over half of that total. All time. Wow. That's All crazy. Time. That's nuts. Crazy. The The consequences of this are going to be so exponential down the line in uh, federal funding problems. I mean, you know, they come over, they get free health care, they get food stamps, they get health, schools. I mean, this and that. It's It's just outrageous what's going on down there and in florida they're also having problems now especially with uh, cubans um they're basically having to shut down like national parks in the keys because they're being overrun with illegals and they're having to run operations down there to round these illegals up uh governor DeSantis has activated the national guard um, and I think Julio's actually going down there to embed with the National Guard on this. So uh, we'll have some reporting on that. But it's just another symbol that 
they have sent the sign that the country is just open for invasion. Yeah. And they're just coming over because they know they're not going to get deported. I mean, I don't think Biden's really deporting anybody at this point. No. I mean, I, I don't consider, like, catch and release numbers, like, mm-hmm. real deportation numbers. Like, you know how, like, under Obama, like, you know, the, the liberals would say, well, you know, he's deported more people than any other president in recent memory. Mm-hmm. It was like 780,000 700, or something. But they all came up. They, they all came back. Right, right. You know, that, that's, not, that's, that, that, that's a fugazi artificial number. You know, you know what I liken it to? It's like uh, if you were to say, you know, I flooded this basement, yeah. right? Yeah. But I also took the water out. Yeah. Everything is ruined. Yeah. But, but I took them but out. But you're a problem solver. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm like, what? That's, if you break something and then fix it, it doesn't mean that – and you didn't even really fix it. You like half-assed it. You rigged it up. I mean it's just like ridiculous to me. Um, so – this is an interesting story. Uh, up in New York, an ex-Uber driver who murdered eight people in New York City. Oh, wow. Guess what? Seifulo Saipov. Mm. Guess what he was here on? Terrorism. <laughs> Diversity visa. Diversity visa. Oh. <laughs> um, this was the... I don't know if you remember this. Uh, is he the Long Island killer? No. no. He is the terrorist who drove the truck... Up, not necessarily right next to the World Trade Center, but World Trade Center adjacent. Mm-hmm. Remember, he drove the the big box truck through the sidewalk. Yeah, and it was in twenty seventeen on Halloween. Yeah, um, it was during the Trump years. I mean, finally he's on trial. I mean, how yeah, the fucking long does I that know. take? Yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, he should be he should have been charged as a terrorist yeah. and, and not given any trial and just thrown into Guantanamo. But that's another discussion for another day. <laughs> um. When will we stop letting people who hate America or want to harm us into the country? I don't know. Right? The other the other thing I saw this morning, and we're kind of jumping around here a little bit this morning. Did you know that only 17% of Gen Z are grateful to live in America? Sorry, what was that number again? 17%. 17%. Of Gen Z... Only are grateful to live in America. Well, they can go to Libya. That's what I said. I'm like, okay, goodbye. Then go. Yeah, then go. You know, like I, I don't understand. Yeah. All these people are always like, oh, you know, terror, America's so terrible. Crying the blues. Name me a place that's better. Bread underneath their arms. Yeah. Name me a place that's better. No one could ever do that. Um, I would say Haiti. <laughs> Everyone oh, yeah, is saying. Well listen, everyone. I've been told by the liberal media that it's the gem of the Caribbean after Trump called him <laughs> shit. Well, it is. That's shit not true. <laughs> I could go. I can go on about that, but yeah. Um, this morning, we had the first ground stop of air traffic in the United States since September 11, two thousand one, and this was because a uh, key system. Of a, a critical part of the FAA infrastructure, it's called the NOTAM system. NOTAM, which coincidentally, the uh, DOT secretary Pete Buttigieg, who is by far the least useful secretary in the history of the United <laughs> States. I mean, what is this well, guy? He's on do? paternity leave, man. He has to k- take care of well, that not kid. Not anymore, but I we mean, also he fa- might as well. We honestly. also found out now that he took a private government jet to New York City for a radio interview. 
Is he going to pay us back? Uh, no. He should. Um, <laughs> remember, he was the guy who bitched about living in the most expensive apartment building in Washington, yeah, D.C. and not being able to afford it. Yep. Uh, last time I checked, being a radio guy myself, you can do radio interviews on the phone. But he, he just had to go there. Mm-hmm. Had yeah. to go there. He wanted a government flight to New York City to go on yeah. vacation because he doesn't do anything. And this morning, when... Remember, he was on vacation again when uh, the Southwest debacle happened over Christmas. He was. Now, this morning, apparently, he was totally useless when it came to the crashing of the NOTAM system, which is the Notice to Air Missions system, which I wasn't aware that they changed the name of until this morning because it used to be Notice to Airmen. Yeah. But can't gender. No. Yeah, God forbid. Uh, so that system crashed, which caused a ground stop of traffic in the United States. And not just a ground stop, a grounding of flights. They grounded air the flights that were in the air. Um, now, they lifted it 90 minutes later, so not all of them were grounded. But it shows a critical vulnerability in our FAA infrastructure. And, you know, when they passed that infrastructure bill, remember that one? The one that the rhinos voted for? There was billions in funding in there to upgrade our FAA critical infrastructure. They didn't do it. Nope. Yeah. Did not Surprising. do it. They were more concerned with the name, the gendering of the system, rather than uh, making the system better itself. So oh, That's great. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg is, uh, I think he might end up getting fired sometime soon, <laughs> but we'll see about that. There, you notice how there hasn't been anyone in the Biden administration held accountable? Nobody. Yeah, no one. They can't fire anybody. You no. can't. We can't. You, first, I would say you, you can't fire the first. Uh, is isn't he the second openly gay? I don't know. Uh, I don't pay cabinet. That yeah, I, I'm just saying you, you can't, can't do that. Same the, the same reason why you can't get rid of Green Gray Poupon. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you can't. You can't get rid of the you know the alphabet people and they're in these jobs. That's true. Which is why he probably doesn't give a shit. <laughs> That's actually a very yeah, good point. I mean, seriously, I, I can't get fired, so let me just take these, you know, taxpayer-funded private flights and let me do jack shit. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> well, do you remember, I mean, Tom Price, who was a great secretary of HHS, yeah. was forced out of his position because he took a couple of private flights that he paid back. I know he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean... And he got forced out. Yeah. It... You know, double standards, Democrats, we could do that all day. Yeah. Um, another thing I found very interesting, you bring up Karine John and Grey Poupon again. <laughs> um, this afternoon, when asked about the FAA outage, she said it's important that we get to the root causes of this outage. And that got me thinking. Literally, in the last two years... A unmanageable amount of crises, right? Yeah. Crisis after crisis. Every single time, whether it be the border or the electrical grid or the energy crisis or this, the FAA issue, we have to get to the root causes of this so we can fix it going forward. Have they ever gotten to any root cause of anything? No, he just he creates a special committee to... Uh, that he delegates to solve the problem, but doesn't solve the problem. And they can't identify the yeah. root cause. Yeah. They they have literally have done, I mean, by all measures, nothing yeah. to address these crises after they occur. Well, the, yeah, the first, remember, it was the border. 
Mm-hmm. Border, COVID vaccine, uh, vaccination rates, you know, increasing those vaccination rates. And what was I'm, – I'm forgetting one other thing. But he pawned that off to Kamala in the yeah, beginning of yeah. his administration. She turned out to be, you know, she did a nothing. brain cell away from being declared mentally retarded. So she <laughs> she couldn't be trusted with anything else. She didn't she didn't go to the border. She didn't do shit with the COVID vaccination rates or, or its advocacy. And, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's true. <laughs> I mean, there's no – <laughs> um well here's the thing. So I think that he's trying to position himself for a 2024 run. And so now you're going to see some strategic lopping off of heads. So that's why I do think that there may be some accountability for Buttigieg yeah. because it would be a lot harder for him to potentially challenge Biden if instead of just resigning to run, he's fired. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously he can't fire Kamala because you can't fire the vice president, but, uh, you know, he's going to isolate her. He already has isolated her. Yeah. They don't do joint events. They don't do anything together. Um, they don't do anything together like, you know, Trump and Pence used to. You know, it's, it's, thank you, black lady for helping me win. Yeah. And I'll put you in the cupboard. (laughs) I mean, that's basically what it is. Um, we have Harvard training medical students to treat transgender infants. What? Yeah, that's great. Gross. Yeah. Um, Gross and weird. The Pentagon finally ended their armed forces COVID-19 vaccine mandate. For everybody? No, except uh, they left out. They uh, Or no, they did rescind the mandate for the National Guard and Reserves. Because remember, we talked about that last week, how they were trying to carve that out. Yep. Um, Let's see. Supreme Court left the New York gun control law in place for now which is uh, pretty disappointing. But an interesting note in the uh, from Alito and uh, Thomas buried in this order, basically saying it's up to Second Amendment advocates. You have to keep pressing the courts on this because in the end, you're going you're gonna to be able to accomplish your goals. Yeah. So they're basically putting in the tea leaves. You got to keep pushing. Uh, Virginia, Virginia Attorney General Jason Miar is investigating entire Fairfax County public school system now, in addition to the Thomas Jefferson uh, Advanced High School for Science and Technology, because they withheld merit scholarships from students before college applications. Mm. And this all in the name of fairness. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Make sure to use their proper word. Oh. Equity. Oh, equity. Yeah. Equity. Not equality. Equity. Not equality, because that would be terrible. Yeah. Equity. And, uh, of course, hardest hit. Your people. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yep. I'll tell you, though, the affirmative action case is oh, going to be... Oh, it's not good. Yeah, it's going to be it's, big. It's, yeah, it's going to be huge. That, the left huge. is going to melt down at the same yeah. level as, I think, what they did for the yeah. abortion. Yeah, probably. So, um, Asian Americans will be happy though. Yeah, I mean there yeah, was a great, there was a great New York Times article and the whites. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm very shocked that they even include this. You know, the, one of the besides the the rise in crime mm-hmm. and stuff that's that's gotten them uneasy. The reason why Lee Zeldin got so close to uh, moving into that that governor's mansion um, this past election cycle was because a like a ton of Asian Americans defected from the Democratic Party. They're tired of the crime. Mm-hmm. They're tired of what they see as the Democratic Party working with black communities and Latino communities against the Asian community. 
So, uh, yeah, you know what? Listen, Democrats don't care about white working class voters. They don't uh, – the non-white the non-white working class voters are starting to drift Republican. And now you have, you know, a solid – what was a solid Democratic voting bloc and Asian Americans defecting. So, yeah. Uh, well, and and they're, a, they're a rising, you know, part of the electorate. So One thing I will say is if we want to win elections, yeah. we have, have to get ahead – of the mail-in voting, I agree. You know, all that stuff. I agree. I I I I've come around to that. I I it's hate it. It's not going I away. It, it sucks. It. It's terrible. But it's we not have going to away. do it. We have to use it because we got to get our own just ballot. Just last night, going. just last night, we lost a Republican seat in the Virginia State Senate in the special election because they ran up the score so big on the ballot harvesting. In the right? in the ballot harvesting, yeah. yeah, in the in the early mail-in voting. And we, we just can't count on making it up on election so day. Skeevy. We can't leave votes out there anymore yeah. because you know they're going to abuse it. You know they're going to cheat. We all know it. Okay, yep. we don't. <laughs> we know they're going to do it. Yep. Um. And and that's you know we have to we have to get in on it. And they they did that successfully in California, and that's why you saw a number of uh, Republicans in key districts and shaky districts like yep. uh, Young Kim and Michelle Steele, and there's a few others out there. That were able to win their races because, you know, they just embraced it. They said, you know what, this is the we gotta law. Do we gotta do it? This yeah. is the law, and we're gonna we're gonna yeah. use the same things that they are yeah. to, in order to do this. Yeah. I think that we have to do that. So. And and the legislative you know methods of trying to remedy this are not gonna pass. There's gonna be no federal ban on this. No, we don't have sure. the votes. Yeah. I would say even at the state level, we're kind of hamstrung because in, in, you know in key states like I would say Michigan and Pennsylvania would be two good states to start. Well, it's all Democrat. It's right? all Democrat now. Yeah. Michigan's all Democrat, and then in, in, in Pennsylvania, the the, mm-hmm. the Democrats took over the the House. So yeah, not good. Yep. Um. Before we wrap up, did you know that nearly 350 public educators, teachers, yeah. or aides, were arrested for on child sex-related crimes in 2022? Hmm. Including five principals. Oh, my God. Three assistant principals, nearly 300 teachers, 26 racket. substitutes, and 25 teachers' aides. Why is this so random? Yeah, why? Yeah, why is it? Yeah, what's 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 the then, vetting? Why are we letting all these perverts in? And then we get called conspiracy theorists when yeah. we say that these people are indoctrinating the youth, yeah. or that there's no groomers in these schools. No, I mean, we got all these child rapists flooding into our schools. Look at, <laughs> and we got to do something about it. You know, look at what they're teaching your kids. It's not good. It's not good. All right, that's going to do it for now. Got to keep it short and sweet. Can't get it to around to some of the stuff we wanted to because we can't by get Mr. back Producer to the schedule. Uh, to, to catch a predator, public yeah. school. Well, district. we're going to talk more we about do that it. next Fairfax week. Fairfax Public Schools to catch a predator. We got rapists running all over the place. We got to get this off to Mr. Producer so he could get it finished and, yeah, and right. uh, edited. But okay, uh, we will be back here on Tuesday for more triggered. Of course, if you want to support us and support the work that Town Hall's doing, the investigative reporting, exposing these sickos in schools and keeping everyone accountable especially these rhinos who promised a lot of shit we're gonna be on them don't you worry so townhallvip.com use the promo code 2023 to get 50 percent off it's our new year's promo it's ending soon it's too late to say happy new year but we do have the new year sale going for you so So, townhallvip.com promo code 2023 for 50% off if you're not in the club I promise you you will love it this is a great opportunity everyone who joins VIP loves it the triggered uncensored 
all the extra writing you get. You get Kurt, Katie, Matt, Spencer. You get everybody. And Spencer's going to be here with us on Tuesday as well. So we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. Enjoy this tremendous football weekend we have coming up. Let's go, Giants. If you have off on Monday for Martin Luther King Day, you enjoy your long weekend. And we will be back here on Tuesday. See you then.